0: This is Season 4 of Sadie's Divorced and Happy Podcast, where I talk about life after divorce with a playful perspective. Are you ready to turn the D in divorce into daring discoveries, decadent delights, and delectable desires? Then don't delay. Join me for today's episode. It's time to indulge in your delicious new life after divorce. It's Podcast Wednesday, season four, and I'm just going to start today by saying I've done some real stupid shit since my divorce. I'm just going to own it. Yep, the stories are coming. Hold on. And I'm going to guess, maybe, possibly, I know you're looking at me all innocent over there, that you have done some stupid shit too. Mm -hmm. We've all done stupid shit, so I say, why not talk about it? And laugh about it because, God knows, after divorce, we need a little more laughter. And I have the perfect guest today to riff about this playful topic with us. Comedian Jay Bliss. Well, first of all, Jay is a proud divorced dad. He has twin girls. You're going to hear a little bit more about them. And he has been performing on stages all across the country. Crowds love him because he is hilarious. He's got so many accolades. He was, in 2017, a finalist in the Boston Comedy Festival Uh, In 2018, he was a semifinalist in NBC's Stand Up Nationwide Search. I mean, the man has even been showcased on Dry Bar Special. Dry Bar Special. If you are not familiar with that, get on YouTube after this episode and see his bit. He's awesome. Plus, today we're going to do the first segment of Burning Questions where you ask me the question. That happens after my conversation with Jay, so definitely stay for that. All right. Let's get this laugh out loud, stupid shit I've done after divorce conversation started with Jay sharing two spicy facts about himself. Two spicy facts. All the way from Charlotte, North Carolina to share with us a couple of spicy facts and a lot of laughs. Jay Bliss, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Ah, uh, You're
1: welcome, Sadie. Thanks. Thanks for having me.
0: I'm already smiling. Um, I'm, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I mean, how can you not already start laughing just thinking about the topic of stupid shit? But before we get to right. that, because there's a little, so much to say, especially after divorce, yeah. we all want to hear what are your two spicy facts, please?
1: All right. Two spicy facts. So one is is like, um, I guess it's a, a preference that, that I never really knew I had until maybe when I got older and I started realizing I have a type. So my 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 spicy facts are if I'm out in public and there's a, a woman who wears glasses, I'm automatically like drawn to her, like for no, like no other reason than the fact that she's wearing glasses.
0: Any the frame. Doesn't is, matter the frame. Any, it
1: can no, be bright it doesn't color, matter. It black. could be it could be it could be women lined up and all of them can look good. But the one that's wearing the glasses are probably the one I'm going to look at for like, wow, look at her. I don't know where it came from. I don't know why it is, but that is one. The other thing is, like, hoop earrings. So, and it doesn't have to be in a combination of glasses and hoop earrings. I was just going to ask. Okay. Nah, it doesn't have to be. Like, if you're wearing both, does not make you doubly attractive? really. Nah, no, it's <laughs> it's the hoop earrings I'm drawn to because I'll, I'll recognize those before I recognize anything else. And glasses as well. Like, they're both on the same tier. And it's always weird. and I've never figured it out but anybody that I've ever dated or like married or I was married to or dated seriously all wore glass.
0: Fascinating. So yes. when you're doing your stand up on the stage and you see a woman with yeah. glasses, are you like yeah. giving her a little special yeah. I might, special?
1: I might stop for a second and be like, oh, <laughs> all right. You know what's your name? You know what I mean? you're like, Yeah. <laughs> all right.
0: Divorce mom listener file that away. When you go see Jay bliss live, bring the glasses, bring the cheaters. Right, we all got right, them at right. this stage in life. Okay. What is your other spicy right. fact?
1: Um, so I didn't know. Um, maybe social media taught this to me. I think around 2019, 2020, um, this whole thing about gray sweatpants and women have this thing about guys wearing gray sweatpants because there's a print that goes along with what they're staring at. I didn't know women. Okay, that I didn't freaky. know that. I'm so glad it.
0: you're educating me. I'm all gonna right. pay so, a lot more attention to gray
1: sweatpants. Okay. All right. So apparently it's a thing. They got like groups on Facebook and all these other <laughs> things. Right. <laughs> So I never really paid attention to it, never really bothered or whatever. And then lo and behold, I got some great sweatpants for Christmas one year from one of my daughters. And I'm running out to run errands at the store one day, and I'm I'm running out, but I'm I'm running out commando. Like I don't have nothing, nothing underneath, so I'm just going. I'm thinking everything is fine. <laughs> lo and behold, like I I can't. I'm not allowed to wear those. Like I can't wear them. So like <laughs> so. I'm walking out of the store and it's a lady honking her horn at me. I'm thinking it's somebody that recognizes me or someone that I know. So I'm walking towards the car and as I'm going towards the car, I'm recognizing I don't know this person and they don't know me, but they're like applauding like me as I'm walking towards the car. And I kind of put two and two together and then recognize what was going on. I got home. Walked past the mirror and was like, "Yeah, you can't wear those, bro. Like, you can't, you can't do that." <laughs> it was a fun morning
0: for the late. Was it multiple ladies in the car or just one lady?
1: No, it was just her. Okay. But my whole thing is, I'm you glad you made she, her day. I, you must have, have her, felt good about yourself. Yeah. You
0: and your grace. Hopefully, she hands. didn't have
1: her camera phone up or nothing like that. But my whole thing is, like, I can't, like, I can't. I'm happy. I'm at that level. Like, I'm happy. I'm. I'm a part of that crowd. But I can't. I can't <laughs> do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, now, uh, now, you
0: really have the divorce mom listening, wanting to wear glasses to your next gig, so you can yeah, you right, model right, those gray right, sweatpants right, right. later. Okay, that was a lot of fun. Right, right,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: I want to know, were you always laughing? Have you always been laughing at yourself, even before you were yeah. a stand-up? Yes, okay. You d- I didn't even have to finish that sentence.
1: Um, I find that um, when I was a young kid, my mantra was, if, it, if I'm not having fun, I don't want to do it. So everything like was Kind of like marriage? Always- no, I'm sorry, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If it ain't fun, don't do it.
0: I fun, had to. We're divorced. We can laugh. We can laugh about that. I mean, come Your on.
1: Marriage. If you're not having fun, don't do it. If you're not having more fun than you are arguing, why are you in that situation? Mm-hmm. You can be bad. You can be mad by yourself. You don't need nobody else. <laughs> well,
0: how did How did comedy help you get through a divorce? Yeah,
1: so it's um it's very therapeutic. Um, and then comedy is therapeutic in life, for my life in general. Like, it's a great balance for me. Um, you know, no matter what I'm doing in my life, whether it was when I was working in corporate America or, you know, whether it's being a parent or whether it's being stressed about anything that's going on in your life with family or anything or anything of that nature, being on stage and making other people laugh and seeing other people enjoy themselves and lower their stress level because of something you're providing to them. Is very therapeutic, so you know laughter is very uh, a good healer for everything.
0: Look at my notes. Can you see this? Humor is healing. Look at you. Yes. Look at you, mind yes. reader listener. He also can sing. I can. I mean, sing. you're checking all you? the boxes. You can. I saw so sing? many videos of you over the weekend on YouTube. I, I I'm gonna give you some points. Can you just take the points? I'm giving you okay, some right. props to the listener, the female listener, who's already like ready to meet you. Sidebar. He is on Instagram. P.S. Okay, so humorous healing. We both agree. My theme here at Sadie's Divorced and Happy Podcast is you got to laugh at yourself. You just, it's a must after divorce, in my opinion. And I have other friends who we're going to learn from about their stories today as well, because we've all done so much stupid shit after divorce. Yes. Even you, Jay Bliss, as cool as you are. I am confident because you're going to share that towards the end. He's got a top five of stupid shit that either he's done or someone's done or I've done, we've all done after divorce. Okay. This is where it gets really fun because I also learned, you know, I've been, this is almost a hundred episodes for my podcast. And I've never Mm -hmm. before you had a guest who's had his own hashtag. (laughs) See, I, I, I did my homework. Yes. Share with the listener what your hashtag is.
1: My hashtag is TTBS. Um, TTBS is a symbol that I use uh, in my comedy bits. And it stands for anything and everything. You have absolutely no control over your life. So in other words, TTBS stands for that's that bullshit. Divorce.
0: That's that bullshit. <laughs>
1: that's that bullshit. You have no control over it. <laughs> that's that bullshit. That's what TTBS stands for. And that's the hashtag. And it goes with everything. So no matter what's going on in your life, something happens, you don't have control over it. That's that bullshit. That's what it is.
0: Okay. So I I have a request today. Yes. Okay. Since the topic is about bullshit, but it's also about stupid shit just for today, can your hashtag be T-S-S-S? That's some stupid shit. Just for this episode.
1: It can be. be. That's fine. That's fine. (laughs) That's a
0: gracious act. Thank you very much. I thought I thought we could share our funny stories, and then we could have a little Jay Bliss hashtag. That's some stupid shit. We can have fun with that. Cool. All right. So I leaned in towards my community on Instagram. They're awesome. I love them. Mm -hmm. And I got some good stories for us. So we're going to start with a couple of listener stories. Our first listener, it's my friend Michelle from Jersey, and she's a comedian too. This is what she shared. During my divorce, I dated a guy who was 10 years younger, which, I mean, that's kind of fun, right? I've done that. That's fun. He was 23. (laughs) I was 33. And he lived with his parents and I lived with my parents because I was going through a divorce. And one night I spent the night as we've been drinking too much. And the next morning is horrifying. I had to do this, you know, walk of shame, sneak out his bedroom. So his parents wouldn't see me. I can't believe I had to do that. It was such stupid shit.
1: So Michelle, I'm going to just say this, like, you know, we've all done stupid shit, right? But but here's the thing, Michelle, she could have been a, like a boss and just came downstairs and, like, <laughs> asked, like, what's for breakfast? You know, like, oh, you know that would have been <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> Can you imagine? That would have been a memorable breakfast. Absolutely.
1: But you know what? It's kind of like, you know, she might have been in the time of her life where she could have been like, so what? I'm here for a reason. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dad can get it, too. Like, what's what? Like, what? I'm Michelle. I'm up in here. Like... <laughs> What was been more funny, Sadie, is she would have came downstairs and they'd be like, who are you? I'm Michelle. I spent the night with your son because I needed more material for my bed. Y'all have a great night.
0: <laughs> Enjoy that toast.
1: Enjoy you your go. morning
0: coffee. Bye. Okay.
2: That's right, pretty good. Right. Okay.
0: Okay. I have another one. Here, let me find it. Hold on. Okay. Here's one of my divorce dad stories. Okay. This one's good. This is Brad from Denver. After my divorce, I grew out a beard for the first time in my life. And after turning 50, my hair went from black to salt and pepper, but my beard was way more salt than pepper. And I felt like it aged me. So having zero experience with hair color, I used a hair color on my beard just before a date. So having zero experience, I totally underestimated the effectiveness of the hair color. And my beard came out a jet black with just a hint of blue. Ah, this looked nothing like my hair and it was too late to cancel the date. A first date at that. Okay. When I showed up to pick her up, I could tell by her face that it was not a good idea. Uh, It was kind of like a woman getting only one boob done. Not cute. Okay. (laughs) My advice to any listener out there is always check with a lady friend about fashion and especially hair color. How about you, Jay? Any advice to the divorced dad listening who wants to dye his beard?
1: There is a subset of women, more than you think, who absolutely love salt and pepper. That's so true. And it's, it's like you got to understand that your salt and pepper is a flex. It is not something to hide. Like when they when you go salt and pepper, there's a group of women that are not interested, but there's a whole bunch of women who absolutely love it. Now I don't know why, but I remember trying to dye mine in the beginning. And then it was a whole bunch of women like, "Please leave that alone. Do not touch that."
0: That's good advice. I heard that. uh, Yeah, at this stage in life, I'm a big fan of salt and pepper. I agree. It is very sexy. Yeah. After I heard that, that was all I
1: needed to hear. I, I I never, I never touched it again.
0: Never touched it again. Okay, I'm going to share this last one. It's a live clip. Actually, it's Hillary from Los Angeles. So we're going to listen to a live clip from Hillary.
2: My stupid shit story was this: is I had a week to pack. After a 16 year marriage, having to split everything and a week to unpack, and had to take care of the dog as well. Like, I agreed to do that. And here I am packing, laying down every moment, right? Because it was totally traumatic and a lot. And then, once I got everything packed and I moved, I had a whole week going back and forth with the dog. And so, there were things that I left behind. And I would just be like, I don't want it. But over this week, what I kept doing was, oh, I'm taking that. I literally would be like, nope, I'm gonna take that pot. And there are a bunch of pot of plants outside. And I literally remember going and taking these potted plants from outside, bringing them to my house, bringing all these little knickknacks and things that I didn't want, but it was just the point that i didn't want to leave them behind and then it was even like silicone ice cream ice cube trays that i was like nope i'm gonna take that i'm gonna take that it was totally stupid and that was it like I just had a week of being able to unpack and go to the house and literally would keep a notebook and go oh shit I just remembered all these things and I still have that notebook with the things that I was going to return so things that I took to move with me I brought back and then I would take other things back and forth like a little squirrel with nuts going I don't want this one I want this one I want this one I want that one Totally stupid.
0: Okay, I've done that. (laughs) I don't know about you. During my divorce, I was so spiteful. I I totally resonate with Hillary's story because during my divorce, I was so spiteful, Jay. I took all the artwork. I took all of it. My ex, one time he had to come to my house and he's like, oh, you took that? And you took, I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. I was so spiteful. I've been there. I mean, that's some stupid shit, Hillary. Indeed. Yes. I'm glad she, you know, can own that. But I've been there. I've been there.
1: Yeah. Yeah i mean that that's it's a hard time for everybody when they're going through the divorce because mentally you're just a wreck and the spite part comes in and the, the childish aspect of it you look back on it later and you're just like that was dumb like you say stupid shit. you know what i mean And but nobody can even talk you off that ledge at that point like even if someone is trying to tell you hey don't do that that's dumb you're gonna be like hey i know what i want i'm going to go take it anyway like it's not you can't you can't talk reasoning to people that's going through divorce. you got to give them that time to get through the healing process, and then you're able to talk about it. But it's, yeah, we all have done that dumb stuff. Like, dumb, dumb stuff.
0: Yes. Dumb. Yes. Okay, I have done yeah. one or two dumb things. Maybe more. I don't know. It's hard to say. One of my stories, I know I told this to you when we, we had our little meet and greet, but I'm going to share it with the listeners. So one of my favorite memories, a lot of my stupid shit after divorce is attached to dating because dating is mm-hmm. so stressful. You don't know what you're doing. Anyway, I hadn't dated anyone for like, you know, 15 years. I'd been with my ex for 15 years. It was it was it was not cute how sometimes I behaved on dates. But one of my favorite stupid shit moments on a date was when I actually started crying on a first date because yeah. I was really excited to meet this guy. He was from Jersey. I guess we have a Jersey theme here. And I don't know what he said or what he did. I think he said something like he was kind of a dick. So I said something, he said something like I could be one of his, I could be his Minnesota girl or something just stupid. And instead of leaving or throwing a drink in his face or, you know, doing something a little bit more proactive, I started sobbing, like crying Oh, it was like one of my most humbling moments ever. I mean, who does it on a first date at this stage in life? Crying like a little girl. Oh, it was the worst. It was the worst Jay. I think what was just horrified. And I, I, I stayed the whole date. I didn't even, I, I stayed for like two hours. Oh my God. I scared the hell out of that guy. He's like, oh shit. How am I going to, yes. how am I going to redeem this date? Because I think he was, he thought he was going to get a little something, something, which that went off the table.
1: Well, if ladies are listening and you ever want to get out of a situation with a guy and you don't want to give him some, just cry. And then, <laughs> then he'll... <laughs> like, <laughs> and don't dump on guys. From, I'm from Jersey originally, uh, Sadie. So don't, oh, don't dump on people okay, from Jersey. My
0: bad. <laughs> we ask forgiveness from everyone who's from Jersey on this episode. We love Jersey. Yes. Okay. I, I did another <laughs> stupid thing around dating after divorce, Jay. Okay. So... Mm-hmm. I was really, I was also kind of, I dated like a dude. I had like, I had my own little bench. So I don't know why I was crying about that guy. But anyway, so I was simultaneously dating a wrestler from New York and a guy who lived in Minnesota who was originally from New York and they knew each other, but they didn't know that I was dating both of them. Okay. So I went, (laughs) I went to New York to see the wrestler. He gave me this tour of where he did all his wrestling at Columbia. He was a big show. He's a big deal. He gave me a sweatshirt, okay? I come back home. I have a date that Monday, just days later, with the guy from New York who lives in Minnesota. What do I wear today? Say that one more time. What do I wear?
1: The the sweatshirt. I
0: wear the sweatshirt. I mean, how stupid was that? And then... He starts talking about his friend on the whole date. He's talking about his, oh, you should know him. He's awesome. I should introduce you. You would like him. He's great. And I'm like, yeah, I just spent 24 hours with him. I mean, that was some (laughs) stupid shit, Jay
1: Bliss. What what are the chances? I know.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Are you looking for more support after divorce? If you like experiencing new things and meeting like-minded people, then join the Divorced and Happy meetup group. We have fun get togethers every few months and there's no fee to join. Presently, there are meetup groups in the Twin Cities, Chicago, and Denver. Look for the links to the groups in my show notes and visit divorcedandhappy.net for more information. Now, I know you have a top five we've been waiting for without further delay.
1: All right, so top five, and this is specifically to me. So it might resonate with some of the listeners because they might be like, you know what? I wish I had did the same thing. So stupid, like, and this is like no particular order. It's just five that came to my head about what I would do differently after my divorce if I could go back. Uh, I don't know how many years now, and 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 do it all over again. <laughs> so, but I would still get divorced. But I'm just saying, I like, like that caveat. I would, I would still get divorced. Yeah. Don't
0: get me wrong. <laughs> right.
1: Don't get me wrong. I'm still getting divorced. <laughs> but, like, so, so, um, not adult enough to come to a agreement on child support with your ex that that was the worst decision that I think I made I let the court decide what the amount should be oh and ooh. it could have been it could have been way less if I would have just been able to say are you okay with this but yes. our conversation was so angry during that time we couldn't even be in the same room enough to have that conversation and the judge even gave us an opportunity before they gave the judgment for us to go to the back and come to an agreement on an amount. And my lawyer was like, do this. Go talk to her. Go have a conversation and come up with an amount. And we went into the room. She said something to my lawyer, wasn't talking to me. My lawyer said something back. She started yelling. I was like, nah, this ain't going to work. We walked out. Judge was like, all right, boom, this is what you got to pay. I was like, damn. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. And the guy in the back of the courtroom was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> some
0: random guy sit at yeah, the back of the courtroom. I, we didn't even know you.
1: Yeah, no, no. That was he was in the court. He was waiting. Oh my and god! And it was like crazy. You because gave that guy a heart was, attack. I was, yeah, I had twins, and it was like, yo, whatever. Oh, double the was trouble. Saying, I was paying double. I was paying double that. Yeah, mine was double that. Oh, yeah, was double oh that. my
0: heart stopped for a moment there. That's some stupid shit, Jay Bliss. Oh man, yes. I wish you would have done yes. that. Okay, file yeah. that away. If yep. you are listening to this and you haven't yet figured out your child support, learn from yes. Jay's stupid shit. Okay.
1: Yes. Another dumb, another dumb thing I did after my divorce. After the divorce was over, child support's taken care of. Everything is flowing the way it's supposed to flow. My ex wife calls me and asks me out on a date. What? No. Yes. She wanted to go out on a date. Like she a literal date or like
0: a little coffee, let's talk about the kids. Like a romantic she, date.
1: She wanted to she wanted to go out. She wanted to set a date and go out. That's what she wanted to do.
0: Oh, so and this wasn't a romantic date. In her mind it was. And you knew that.
1: In my, in my mind I was just being agreeable. We're being adults. It was like her her idea was, Do you do you think it'd be okay if we just kinda go out one night? And I was like, No, nah, I don't got a problem with that. You know what I mean? And so we get there and then we talk in and then she goes, isn't this like nice, this is kind of seem like it used to be. And I'm like, no, not at all. (laughs) And then so, (laughs) and it was like, it was such a bad idea, but I didn't get it until I got into that situation. Right. And I had to actually explain to her.
0: Most of us were in the situation. Correct. Right. I had to explain to
1: her in that moment, which was very hard for me to do. And explain to her in a moment that all of the stuff that we just been through, everything that I lost, everything that you lost, like, why would we put ourselves back in that situation? Oh, like, it's not going to happen. Like, for our kids' sake, we got to become better adults and work together. But don't ever think for one moment that we should be back together again. Like, that's not going to help them at all. And it it's definitely not going to help us. And it was a hard reality. And I still think – I think it took her way more years to get over that part of it because I was way past it. I was past it when I lost almost everything. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm done. I'm done. But that was that was stupid. It was stupid for me that I recognize that her feelings at that time was feeling a different way, like we could reconnect. And I put myself in a situation where I had to make her mad at me again for like another three months.
0: Just say no. Just pass on the invitation until it's like a lot of time has has gone by. Say hell no. Years. Years. Yeah,
1: right. Years down the
0: road. Three years, let's do a coffee date. Sure sounds great.
1: (laughs) Right, 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 right. Right, right. Next one. Don't date people with kids if you have kids.
0: Ooh, that's a hard one not to do.
1: Don't. There's people out there that don't have kids. If they have grown kids and those kids are gone, It's different. But if they have kids around the same age range as your children, don't ever date them. Like seriously, because now you're in a situation where you're spending more time with somebody else's kids than your own.
0: So is this something you did that you learned from?
1: It was a situation I almost got put into. And I was like, this is dumb. Like, why would I be with you this much? And I'm around your children more than I'm around my children. That is never going to be a situation that I can deal with because I'm giving your children more of my time when they have a father than I'm giving my own. And I would never want to be put in a situation where I'm like, oh, we're going out of town this weekend with her and her kids. And then my kids is home for a weekend without me. So if I'm dating anybody, they can't have any kids that, that's home. Like that's, they either got to be grown and gone.
0: Or she can't have kids at all. But what if she wears glasses and hoop earrings? No, I had to say it. We can, we can, we can. (laughs) Any negotiation there, Jay? We ain't
1: dating, but we can go out. You know what I mean?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. That, that is, that's, that's a serious one. Okay. What's, what else you got?
1: I wish I had not. This is one of those uh, hindsight is 2020. Yes. So, I, you know, I filed for bankruptcy after my divorce and I allowed one of my houses to go into foreclosure. And I wish I had stayed in the house that I allowed to go into foreclosure because I could have lived there for free for two years. And when I say live there for free. The only thing I would have had to do was pay my utilities and I could have stacked every bit of money that I would have spent on rent or a mortgage. For two whole years they just put it in the bank
0: that's that's an ouch ouch
1: that so
0: basically if
1: anybody's out there listening and you're going through a divorce and they're like yo you gotta get out the house or they go foreclose just stay <laughs> just just stay until they come slap that notice on your door and give you the date when they come in to um, lock everything up but you just stay there for a long time before the bank do what they supposed to do <laughs> oh
0: man so now you're kicking yourself years later oh man i had
1: listen i would have had enough money to do whatever you know how much money that was like that's great like, that's crazy if you only if you only take a thousand if you only take a thousand dollars a month that's forty eight thousand dollars right there so you think about that like that's a down payment on a whole nother situation that was stupid. that was probably the stupidest shit that i did but i didn't know any better You just shaking your head in disbelief, (laughs) like, oh my God, right? Right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I could have took a thousand dollars and bought Apple stock every every month. Like I could have did a whole bunch of stuff. Like you just like you just don't but you when you're in that situation, you don't know. But if I can help somebody in this situation, yeah, stay in the house. Just stay there. Just be like, all right, I'm just gonna be living here for free. Until the bank do what it's gonna do. I was gonna lose the house anyway. I'm just gonna live here.
0: Okay, that is Jay Bliss's advice. I'm just listening. I'm just yes. the interviewer in this moment.
1: Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and, and I guess the last thing is, um, I guess the last thing would be, don't let your family and friends try to convince you to stay in a marriage that you know is already over. They, like, they, don't, know, they don't know what your everyday is like. They don't know what your, your stress level is or, or how you're feeling mentally or what the marriage is doing to you physically, you know what I mean, health-wise. And they might say, oh, it's just a rough patch. You'll get through it. My and my husband got through it. I'm like, we're not y'all. We're not, we not y'all. Y'all don't understand what the situation is. So don't ever allow – you can listen to somebody's advice, but I think the best advice I got from a family member was my uncle who said, don't feel bad about the situation. Your marriage failed. Your life did. Like your life yes. didn't fail. Y'all still got y'all still got a, a way a way more time to raise these children. Y'all got time to recon uh, like re reinvent yourselves. Find somebody else maybe. But the kids are what's important, and the marriage the marriage just didn't work. You're not a failure. The marriage just didn't work. It's a whole bunch of marriages. Fifty percent of marriages don't work. You just fell into the statistic. Go on with your life. Y'all become better parents and go on and move on, both of y'all. And I was like, "Yo, that's the best advice right there." That's
0: great advice. And I think again, like again, we're human. We all do stupid shit. We can laugh at ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, we can poke a little fun at ourselves. We can say, "Yeah, that was that was ridiculous." Like crying on a date. That I, (laughs) but it's funny. (laughs) It is funny. You know, years years down the road, I can laugh at that. We're all just a little crazy after divorce. I mean, it's just it is what it is. We get like a like a you know a hall pass, Jay. We get like a stupid shit post divorce pass. Not forever, yeah. not for like the next 50 years, but you know, especially right after a divorce. And you know, even yeah. here and there, you get a, in my opinion, you should get a stupid shit post divorce pass. And we all have to give ourselves more grace after divorce. Like I said. How much time do you think it takes? To have that, to get that grace. Yeah. Oh. Well, see. A, Realistically. Uh, you know, hmm. I think once for me, Jay, honestly, once you could kind of own your stupid shit, to me, this is kind of therapeutic, right? For people to sh- share their stupid shit and we can laugh, we can laugh with each other. Right. That's therapeutic because it's it's a universal experience. And I think once there's more of that, then you can move on. I took myself really seriously during my divorce, yeah. which bad, bad yeah. idea, but it was what it was. And I think once we can have a little more humor and and, and levity and realize, yep, I'm human. I screwed up. I'm gonna forgive myself. I'm gonna laugh about it. I'm gonna laugh with others. Life gets better. Let me
1: ask you this, Sadie. I'm, I'm interviewing you now. Like, okay. Let me, let me ask you this. So, can you have a conversation with your ex now?
0: Oh yes. We hug each okay. other. We give friendly hugs. Oh yes. Right. And that's gross. Cool. He's that's sick. The I say, "How that are part, you? Yeah. Hope you're feeling better." Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, I see him that's as like an part. old friend now. Five years out, I see him kind of like this old friend.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, I don't want to be married to him <laughs> again,
0: and I know he doesn't want to be married to me again. All is right, well there, right. But, yeah, but no. it's a
1: growth experience, Absolutely. right? You got to go through those things to make yourself better, right?
0: Okay, I want you to fill in the blank. This would be a fun way to end this chat. Okay. Here we go. Fill in the blank. You're going to do some stupid shit after divorce. Do it blank.
1: You're going to do some stupid shit after divorce. Do it early. Do it early, <laughs>
0: just get it over with
1: get it over with man it's, it's like get, do it early don't 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 be out of divorce like five years and be like oh i just did stuff. like dude that was five years ago yeah do it, do it early it right so you away. can use it as an excuse yeah so you can use it as an excuse oh, i just got divorced like, yeah i didn't mean to get that tattoo on my face i just got divorced <laughs> it was crazy yeah.
0: and everyone's gonna be like oh yeah This has been playful and very enlightening. I've learned some things about myself even, and I appreciate your humor. Humor is absolutely healing, which is what season four is all about. Let's just have some more humor and levity. You know, humor is also a great connector. Would you agree? Absolutely. Yes. So let's all connect more about all this stupid shit that we've done. It's been wonderful to connect with you in this playful way. Thank you so much again, Jay, for being here today.
1: You're absolutely welcome. Um, looking forward to hearing everything back. And if you'd rather bring your guests back for a second time, bring you back.
0: Okay. And how can the listener find you and laugh along with you? Because I say, when you, if you're going through a divorce right now, get on the YouTube and find some Jay yes. Bliss, especially yes. your, dry, so your Dry Bar comedy special. That was brilliant. I loved it.
1: Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, Jay Bliss, that's letter J, B-L-I-S-S. And you'll be able to find me on uh, YouTube. Instagram is at Comedian J Bliss. Facebook, Comedian Jay Bliss and Twitter and uh, TikTok and all that good stuff. Comedian Jay Bliss. Just type it in, Google it, find me, follow me. Tell me you heard me on the, this podcast and um, I'll know exactly where I heard you from. And I have my dates up and all that other good stuff. So, oh, let me let me say this too: second album coming out in the next couple of weeks. Title of the album is "Fries at the Bottom of the Bag." So make sure y'all come to listen to that next album that's coming out. It's gonna be all streaming services, and I'll uh, see you guys soon.
0: I can't wait. Thanks again, Jay. Thank you. <laughs> How are you doing over there? I've I've been I'm kind of blushing. I think I need a cold drink. All right, this is the perfect time to switch from stupid shit we've done after divorce to burning questions. This season, you are putting me in the hot seat and asking me the burning questions. And today I have a question coming all the way from Canada. The listener's name is Lynn, and here is her question. Hello, Miss I have a burning question, and that is, other than your children,
2: what do you feel is your greatest accomplishment so far in life?
0: That is such a layered question. I've been thinking about that a little bit. I could easily say my career, I've had my own business for 20 years and it definitely is a great accomplishment. But today in this moment, I would say the greatest accomplishment that I've had is that I finally feel content in my life. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm just so happy and grateful for where I'm at. It doesn't mean I have figured it all out. Clearly I have not, I've shared that already. Um, it doesn't mean that everything's perfect. It's not. We just talked about stupid shit that we've done after divorce. It just means I'm content. I like where I'm at in my life. I like where I'm at with my career. I love where I'm at with my kids. I like where I'm at with my ex-spouse very much. Thank God. Uh, I, I, I like how I, I am in my body, with my body. I, I feel very content with where I'm focused. I have purpose. I love my friends in my life. I'm content And that's amazing. I have never really in my life before been content. I've always been, well, what if I have this? Or if this happens and I'll feel blank. You know what, friend? I am 50 and I am happy and I am content. And that for me, who was raised to be like an extreme overachiever, that is an accomplishment. I'm going to just take that win in this moment with you. I am content with my life. All right, now I want you... To ask me your burning question, it can be anything. It can be about life after divorce. It can be about, like I shared, the physical arts. I know you want to ask those questions, divorced dad friends. Come on. Whatever you want to know, I'm going to be uncensored. I'm going to answer it. All right. I can't wait. So, all you have to do to submit your burning question is go to my website, divorcedandhappy.net. You scroll down the homepage, you're going to see me in a caution tape dress. Yeah, I did that. It was actually kind of fun. And you're going to follow the instructions. It's it's easy breezy. And I can't wait to answer your burning questions in future episodes. And Lynn, if you're listening, I'm going to be sending you a little something something in the mail. I know, very old school. So look for that. I want to thank my divorce pals, Michelle and Brad and Hillary, who shared their stories today. You're all so awesome. I can't wait till we all meet up someday and have a big divorce party. I put their social media and their websites in the show notes, follow them, support these friends of mine. And of course, thank you again, Jay Bliss. Check him out on Dry Bar Special. Absolutely listen to his new album, The Fries at the Bottom of the Bag, and all of his information is in the show notes as well. Now we're going to end this episode with a clue about next week's episode topic. Here's the clue. It's more fun when you're on top after divorce. Yeah. Yeah. That's the clue. That's it. All right. Follow me on social media for more clues at Sadie's Divorced and Happy because Mike and I are having way too much bananas fun on the socials this season, giving you clues and you do not want to miss out. All right. We're going to catch you for another zesty episode next Wednesday. Now go and do some more stupid shit after divorce and, and laugh at yourself and have some delicious fun while you're doing it. I will catch you next week. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. And be sure to treat yourself by subscribing to the podcast. If today's show gave you a boost, consider giving us some love with a five star rating and an enticing review. Interact with Mike and me all season long on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and Pinterest at Sadie's Divorced and Happy. Looking for an affordable and effective way to market your services and products? Consider sponsoring the podcast. Email contact at divorcedandhappy.net to learn more about our sponsorship opportunities. Join us next Wednesday for more delicious life after divorce fun.